ready for day six of the Feast of Tabernacles. And I hope you really enjoyed this week and maybe even gotten to go to the um, to the tent meeting in your area. Um, I would, today is Psalm 118, and you guys are going to participate with me. Now, this is the one that says, for his mercy endures forever. So we're going to repeat that. Now, it's not the really big one that does that, and I think that these are verses about the um, going up to Jerusalem. So I think that what it really is indicating is that we are at the stage of the millennial reign where we are taking a big jump, where we are having the Lord come to rule in the earth and the beast cast out, right? But then after the 1,000 years, then we're going to take yet another jump. And it's going to be when we have our new bodies that can't die. I can't even imagine that, right? But we're going to break into such astounding health in the millennial reign that I think then at that point we'll be like, this is, <laughs> we're ready for no one to ever die anymore. Oh, you guys, and the new heavens and the new earth, but that's going to be a while. Okay. So, um, but for right now, um, oh, and then, and then when that Psalm 136 is, I believe for that procession, when we are at that point, when we'll be the ones cheering from the sidelines, like it says in Hebrews, you know, that we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. So let's throw up every weight that hinders and let us run with endurance the race that's set for us so within we'll be the one cheering on but right now we're the ones in the game so um yeah i'm going to do that but first i've got a couple things i want to tell you someone commented below and i wanted to make sure that especially the new ones understand this is very serious to me i don't take this lightly at all i do not take it lightly at all sharing the word of god and basically teaching the word of god i take it very seriously. And so it always is the, it's in the back of my mind, James chapter three, verse one, not, not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. And I do recognize that. I very much, this is something that's why I don't follow uh, the teachings of men, the teach, the popular teaching necessarily. I, I go with, I just read the word. I plead with the Lord, as I've told y'all a thousand times, Lord, teach me. And so then I share what you, what the Lord has taught me. So, you know, I, I don't, I'm not just, I, 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 I'm not wanting to be a false teacher. It says that it'd be better than a millstone were hung around their neck and they were cast into the depths of the sea. So yeah. You know, and I'm like, okay, then why am I even doing this? Because it's so dangerous. Because the Lord has put it on my heart to do. And, you know, and y'all don't know this. You may, you don't really, you know, know what goes on in my world. But I'm not, I have not always been the most popular person. <laughs> but, you know, especially when I just, I just speak the word of God. And so that's, uh, you know, he says, those who live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. And so I'm, you know, I'm not doing this for a popularity contest at all and i'm not doing this for money and i'm not i'm doing this because this is what the lord put on my heart to do um yeah that's not yeah i appreciate the reminder but <laughs> that's not necessary i'm taking it very seriously but i also you know have to obey the calling upon my life and he tells me to do certain things and y'all know that i'm the majority of my time is spent you know we're uh, reaching out to my community so this is really an offshoot of what i do on more of a daily basis reaching out to people in my in my world in my in my town okay so i wanted you to see the most wonderful bible story i've ever heard 
I think, in my whole life. And that was yesterday when Brett Kavanaugh told about his precious daughter and how she said, well, maybe, Daddy, we should pray for the lady, for the lady who's the accusing you. What a Bible story is that? What a Bible lesson is that for the world? I'm telling you, I don't think there was a dry eye in the house. That, I, I would love it if they would play it everywhere. I really need to get a clip of that and, and tuck it in here. That's just shocking. For It's shocking for us even as believers. That is the attitude we should always have. That, that pity, that compassion, instead of anger, have compassion and realize they've been deceived too. There's something terribly, terribly wrong. For them to say such a thing, right? And we really need to have put on the compassion of Christ. He said, clothe yourself with compassion. So that's what that little girl had said. And obviously the mom and dad have taught that little girl very, 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 very well. And boy, was that taking uh, all of them to school because I saw pictures of how these people were just gleefully enjoying how they were destroying this man's life. You know what? He, they won't be able to destroy his life. <laughs> they won't be able to destroy his life. There's no one who can destroy because the Lord surrounds us with the shield. Even if for a moment it appears that someone has destroyed your life, we are ultimate winners. You know how President Trump always says, I'm a, almost always win. You know, don't, don't take that defeat upon yourself. That this the game is not over. The story is still in. <laughs> we're not done with this whole story. So look, have a have a long vision. As you we know, our forefathers did not. And I'm talking about you know Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. They considered themselves themselves wanderers on this earth. They uh, could they didn't receive the promises here but they were looking to a better, a better country. Okay. So don't let, you know, I, I hope he doesn't feel that way because I think he's quite the champion and especially that little girl is quite the champion. And wow, to get to tell that in the midst of we, we all know is just a terrible situation. Uh, you know, how he's been accused of something horrific and for them to have that kind of compassion is, is breathtaking. It's really, really wonderful. And I want you to be aware, you may not know about the MK Ultra Project, uh, some of you who are on here. This is really, um, this is likely what's what's going on with this woman. The Some people have experienced such terrifying um, uh, uh, abuse that it literally messes their mind up. It splits their personality. It, it cause, and then they become basically a, uh, uh, basically under their mind control. That's what MK ultra is standing for is under their mind control. And they've got people, I would not doubt that this is a situation where uh, they have for years in advance, anyone who potentially is someone who could be uh, in line to be a, uh, a, a judge, go to the Supreme court, et cetera. They have where people have called, gone to their therapist and told all these things about them and blah, blah, blah. I'm sure that they have, they have stuff about 
Anyone who they could think is a potential threat, they have had some MK Ultra victim go and tell some of these horrible things. So, you know, it's I feel I do feel compassion and pity for this woman because boy, you know, is she she's really obviously I'm thinking been through it. Now, I've got something else to show you that I think is so cool. Um, you know, I had the the video the other day about the rod of God. I saw this on um, Kelly and Hub News, and so I thought, wow, she shared that, and I want to share this with you guys. Look at this progression real quick. Wow. Wow. We going to come back the other way. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is something else. You know, I think we've got some things coming up that are going to be awesome. Look and check this out. So did you guys see this about the box that was given to uh, for, by uh, Melania Trump to Michelle Obama? This was quite an interesting little thing. I, I think that Michelle Obama was on uh, some TV show talking about it. But um, Kellyanne and uh, Hub News has a different take on it. And this, I think, is probably closer to the truth than whatever Michelle Obama might have said on the show. And that is that inside this box were likely pictures of JFK Jr., which would be amazing. And then and this is the reason I say this. And that Kellyanne says this, and I'm passing it along to you guys. Because wouldn't that just be remarkable if he's alive and he's part of this this whole Q thing and that's his voice on the plan to save the world and and he's gonna you know be revealed and it, it, it's because you know what we're really struggling with our friends and family and people that we know and we try to tell them something and all of a sudden someone is so angry with us and we're breaking relationships and all this. I mean, you guys have told me that's happening in your world in the comments. You've told that. And, and it's, I know we're all really just, they've got us at each other's throats and there's so much deception, so much, you know, they're just the barrage from the mainstream media. And so I think that when, when, if this were true and when he was revealed and all of this comes out, then the anger will be pointed at those who've done such damage to us and not toward each other. So check this out. This video, if you want to go check out that video, JFK Jr. Lives, uh, hashtag, hashtag 16, oh, say, can you see video 16? Check that one out because it, right in about the middle, she, you've got to watch, really, Kellyanne talks about this. You need to really start from the beginning. And it has been quite something to see all of the research. Then she looked over and she realized that this guy right here, right here was JFK Jr. You have to look and see the video. I'm not going to show it you, to you here, but that she looked at him and she realized, that's you. Ah! And so she couldn't let on because she realized, you know, the cameras are there and everything. But... Then he goes over and she, she leans over for him to kiss her. And so she, he kisses her on the cheek. Now what, what secret service person are you ever going to see giving, uh, you know, the first lady a kiss on the cheek? It's just not going to happen. So this is something different going on. 
And so, yeah, of course, they don't want anyone to know because they probably still hope that there's some way out of this mess because they are going to know they're in some seriously deep, deep trouble because it's all going to come out. So that it was something you've got to check that out. That is so cool. Now on to our Tabernacles Festival, our celebration. Someone um, asked another question. They said, what weren't there just three harvests that the Lord had um, had told us to do? And yes, that is true. He said that we, we must celebrate the unleavened bread, Pentecost and the in gathering. So yes. Okay. But okay. This is the answer to that in case that's something you've been wondering also is that included in the spring feasts included in the unleavened bread is it's a seven-day festival and it starts with passover and then the unleavened bread and then the first fruits so you've got seven days of this festival you know we think of you know maybe a festival we have thanksgiving in is one day or whatever they have a longer period of time and and they spend time and they spend time uh, visiting with their family and with worship and all this it's a very much a community thing and boy do we need to get back to that lord help us and i really think that the q movement has very much built community at least between us <laughs> not necessarily everybody else but anyway so this is a spring festival and then the summer festival is pentecost cost okay which that is the one of the harvest and then the fall festival which includes trumpets atonement tabernacles and i really am not to be honest i'm not really familiar with the tishri uh 22 the last great day i guess maybe that oh you know what that may be the one um where they where they light the the uh everything and they have the water and all that where the lord jesus shouted out um if anyone thirsts come to me that must be that i'll i'll, I'll research that a little bit i'm not I'm not used to doing these myself. I'm just, you know, I've been studying on it for a while, but, but um, I mean, I'm passing on to you what I do know. Now, so imagine this, guys. Imagine the spring was when the, in one sense, the, 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 the birth of, you know, of Christ, the, the, that he, he came, he, there was a, a new life brought because of the resurrection. All of that happened in the springtime. And then in the summertime, we're out in the harvest field and we're planting seeds of the gospel. We're sharing the news of, of the Lord Jesus. And we're, we're, we're watering our plants of telling them, you know, helping everyone to be discipled up and, and, um, and, you know, trimming the, the little bushes. And it's very much a, a, a harvest time through the summer and there's even the story in the in uh, in the bible that uh, jesus told about that you know you're we're out here working in the fields all day we're hot and tired how come this person gets to get the benefit and they just got here well you know jesus said am i not able to do with what i have you know what I, what I want with what I have. Um, so actually that's us because this is the end of the church age and the beginning of the age of Aquarius, the outpouring of God's spirit. So we're the ones who are getting to reap the benefits, reap the harvest that has been planted for 2000 years since Jesus left. And we're getting to, and yes, it has been uh, you know rough. This past century has been rough because it's probably the most, um, tribulation the most persecution of any time ever even even you know worldwide i'm talking about um and there's some things that have been done to us that we don't even realize okay that you might think oh well, america hasn't had true oh tr trust me america has had serious tribulation when we may not be able to continue our generation because people can't have babies that's a tribulation that's a big picture we've been poisoned and our, we can't have babies a lot of the people 
Okay, so don't get me started on that. Okay, but yeah, so here we got the summer. We've, we've completed this, this harvest time and now we have the end gathering and that's what we are doing now. And this is what's so great. I'm glad we've been able to celebrate the, the Feast of Trumpets to, hey everybody, the, the, we aren't have to work out this summer anymore. We're done with that. We're now to the point where uh, we're bringing in bringing in the sheaves, like the old song said, right? And it's a trumpet call to everybody, come in from the field, it's, we're done, we're done, the job is done. And so as the Lord Jesus said, I'm not gonna come back until the job gets done. He said that he would come back after the gospel had been preached to all the world. He didn't say that every man, woman, and child would be a believer, but he just said that the gospel had been spread throughout all the world, and that has been accomplished, okay? The, the, the missionaries have gone throughout all the known world and the unknown world, and is everybody safe? No, <laughs> right? And it didn't say that, okay? But it just said that the gospel will be spread throughout all the world, and it has been done. All right, so now we have... The, the trumpets and the ways we've talked about the atonement and then we've had the tabernacle. So those are all included in the fall festival. So we've got three festivals, spring, summer, fall, but the, but the, they include little mini festivals included in there. If, you, if that makes sense. So I thought that would be really good. And then I liked how it was talking about at the, at the bottom, you see at the bottom where it shows his first coming was, is, is uh, symbolically in the spring. And then this, the summer is the church age where we're going and ministering the gospel. And then the, the third, uh, the second coming of Christ is in the fall. So it's an end gathering and it's the harvest of believers. That's the great awakening, people coming to know the Lord and, and realizing he's, this is real and there's going to be a mass awakening. And Hugh said that. So take heart, you guys. He said that they, one of these days, soon, these people will not be able to walk the streets. And again, he just, Hugh posted again about 11-11 being this huge, huge day. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, so excited. You know, I'm just, uh, it's hard to imagine. I'm, you know, he's given all this, all these little clues, but oh, I'm just so ready. And that, you know, if they're not able to walk the streets, then everyone's going to be angry with them and not <laughs> at each other, as I said before. All right, so, all right, so now we know the three harvests and all of the festivals that are included in each of them. If you don't, know about them in, in detail of what you know i go into some detail not full detail but some detail on some of my other videos so you can check those out and so now today we are reading the psalm 118 which is the psalm uh, on the sixth day of the feast of tabernacles now i have one more thing to share with you about this and that is uh something i learned from this amazing teacher his name is michael samuel smith he has a video called the last jubilee and i'll put a link down at the bottom he finds so much numerology and 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 symbolism in these stories to help us see what's going to happen in the uh when when the lord returns and it's just really so cool so he had something really neat to share and i wanted to pass it along he said that um, and just as the Lord said, six days you will labor and do all your work, but the seventh is the Sabbath to the Lord as a day of rest. And so he said that six symbolizes uh, a day is like a thousand years, right? And a thousand years is a day. There's some numerology for you from the Bible. And so he said that we've been working since a, um, Adam and Eve 
been working 6,000 years, 2,000 from Adam to Abraham, and then 2,000 from Abraham to Christ, and then 2,000 since Christ. So there's your 6,000 years. And now we're entering the day of rest. Yay! Rest from these horrible people that have been doing such damage to us. So, yay. Um, and again, they are, remember, they're, uh, our, our, weapon, our war is not against flesh and blood, but it's against spiritual forces. So, so many of these have been MKUltered and all that. So, the Lord is able to divvy out who exactly is part of the beast who has, of their own free will, chosen to live a life of deception and evil and harm toward us so you know what i'm just so glad that he's able to to divvy all that out remember the story of the the fish you know and they gather all these fish and at the end he pictures out you know, this is a good one this is a bad one he knows he's able to divvy out which ones are truly have truly done evil of their own free will and which ones were deceived and tricked into it so um let's just give we're just gonna have to oh especially all this as this all comes out, we're going to have to extend a whole, 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 whole lot of grace. Okay. I have something, one more thing for you. I found this on this, um, this website, you know, the one that did the, the video, um, the plan to save the world. I was able to find the Twitter and, uh, it's, it's Joe M. He did the, that video and it's just so great. Now look at this picture he has on the, the top of his page. Who do you think that is at the front with that with that rod at the head of this boat? That face looks, I don't know, it looks to me like John F. Kennedy Jr. It just does. So I just thought that was something cool this year. Okay, so now let's remember our Feast of Tabernacles. We're going we're gonna to be going into the Feast of Tabernacles. So let's remember what it's about. The day one, the Lord will cause us to rule with him. Number two, the evildoers better tremble. And the weird, but we're going to skip like lambs. Day three, the idol worshipers are fools. The Lord is going to give us the increase and have us inherit the earth. Day four, thank you, Lord, for loosing our bonds. Oh, day five, everyone praise the Lord. And now day six, give thanks. His mercy endures forever. So you guys, are you ready? Are you ready? I hear you. Yes, we're ready. Okay. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. For his mercy endures forever. Let Israel now say his mercy endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord now say his mercy endures forever. Oh, I can't wait till we get to the one on Psalm 136 where it's like <laughs> again and again and again and again. But I think that in, in time, we are, we're not quite there yet. We, uh, when we get that new body, it doesn't ever get sick and nobody's going to die anymore. Boy, then we're ready for that. But, um, you know, again, don't forget Israel is, is God's people. It's not about a physical uh, and ethnicity. It's about all of God's people, those who love him. And so it, it's red and yellow, black and white people all over the world, you know, it's maybe, Hey, they might have some difference of opinion from me or you. That's okay. They can be included. It's a big uh, it's a big tree where many can dwell. Remember how our Lord Jesus says, that's the kingdom of God. It's a big old, big old tree. Um, and the house of Aaron, those are the ministers of God. Uh, let them say the Lord has uh, his mercy endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord 
That's the point. It's not about the color of our skin or our, 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 the language we speak. Or It's about those who fear the Lord. I think the Lord is so gracious. That what's his saying is mercy endures forever. He knows that we've been so deceived. And that the great thing is Revelation 20, it talks about that that deception is going to lift. I just can't wait. That in and of itself, you guys, is going to cause everyone to be able to get along and just realize we've all been under such deception. We've all been fooled in many, many, many ways. Okay, so I called on the Lord. I called on the Lord in my distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a broad place, not pinched down, not where you're like, okay, I got 50 cents. How can I go and pay my bills with 50 cents? Not where you're like, I think I'm going to die because I'm so sick all the time. No, in a broad place. I got plenty of room to run, plenty of room. I got plenty, plenty of everything. I got plenty, right? A broad place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is for me among those who help me. Therefore, I shall see my desire on those who hate me. Whoa, what is he saying there? Wow, look at it over here, and I've already highlighted it over here in this version. Uh, the Lord is for me among those who help me, therefore I will look with satisfaction on those who hate me. In other words, these people are, are not going to be able to continue, and the Lord is going to put them where they can't do this harm to us. And, and we will be very, very glad. Very, very glad. What we don't even know half the stuff that they've done. Remember, hey, you said you could only find out twenty percent. That sounds crazy. It's just, it's just too evil for me to think about, right? But the good news is, he is going to do it, and it's, he, it, there's going to be justice on this earth, yay, and that those who have done evil will be stopped, yay. All nations surrounded me. Oh, let me back up. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. All nations surrounded me, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. Now, what do, okay, I'm going to ask you guys a question. I'm listening for the answer. What is this? All nations surrounded me. Is it talking about the whole nation of North Korea? Clearly not. Clearly not. Is it all, all the, the whole nation of Iran? Clearly not. It's the tyrants. Those who are the ones at the top who've been doing, perpetrating such evil. Even the, even the ones in our own government, sadly, have been doing such harm to us and to people all over the world. We already know that. Those, they surrounded us. They surrounded us. But in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. Wow, I love that attitude. In the name of the Lord, we will destroy them. And with every tweet, with every message, everything that you're doing, even though you may feel like I'm not going to get anything done, you are. In the hands of the Lord, it is getting, uh, it is accomplishing much, especially with prayer. All right, so this is going to get done. I will, we will destroy them. In the name of the Lord, they surrounded me. Yes, they surrounded me. But in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. They surrounded me like bees. They were quenched like a fire of thorns. Wow. 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 What, a, what an amazing picture. Just imagine being surrounded by bees. 
and they're just stinging you. Oh, oh no, that hurts and that hurts. And look at the, the problems, all these things we've had to deal with, right? They surrounded us like bees. They, they were, that was what I noticed yesterday. It just made me so sick. They were just with such glee about, ooh, look what we're doing. They just love, you can see the, the glee on their faces of how they're getting to destroy, try to destroy this man. Oh, but they were quenched like a fire of thorns. Done. Of no effect. Goodbye. For in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. You pushed me violent, violently that I might fall. But the Lord has helped me. The Lord is my strength and song. He has become my salvation. That's what's so great, y'all. That's what's so great. You know, they look look over in Russia, what the czar tried to do in Russia. It's against the rules to believe in God. Do you know what? Now they have like 80% of the people have faith in Christ. <laughs> I love it. That makes me so happy. You know, and they've done the same thing to us and they cannot destroy our faith. They cannot. They cannot. They they've done a really good number on America really have they realized the better thing was not to say it's against the rules but to but to ridicule christianity and all that but it's going to come back like that like that ball they try to hold on the one of the boom it just comes right back up so don't worry don't worry the lord is our strength and our song he's become our salvation he is the one who saves us on a daily basis because we just keep our eyes on him. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tents of the righteous, in the tabernacle, right? The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted, lifted up high. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord has chastened me severely, but he has not given me over to death. Okay. Think about that in your own life, personal life, but also think about that in the whole scheme of the entire world. Yes, the whole world has been uh, chastened. We, a chastened is to is to um, is to correct, to discipline, to rebuke, to um, you know punish, but not not to destroy. Okay, it's for good, right? Uh, the Lord has chastened us severely. We've been chastened severely. This world has been chastened severely. We have learned our lesson. Isn't that the whole, whole point of the of being chastened by your parents is to teach you a lesson? We've learned a lesson. We we are over the beast. We're over the enemy. We don't want have anything to do with them. We don't want any of that at all. He is, but he has not given us over to death. He's not allowed the enemy to triumph over us. He has not allowed the enemy to. Uh, to 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 destroy us no he's not allowed that thank you lord open to me the gates of righteousness and i will go through them and i will praise the lord this is the gate of the lord through which the righteous shall enter i will praise you for you've answered me and have become my salvation yay just walk right on through guys Let's walk on through to victory and walk through to faith and say, Lord, I just trust you in the middle of whatever's going on. No matter what I hear on the news, no matter what is the Kavanaugh, I, I will walk through in your righteousness and I will walk through these gates and I will praise you in the middle of the storm. Okay. I will praise you for you've answered me. You've become my salvation. The stone, which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone in every situation. Guys, we know that he was, if we feel like we are the off scouring and being treated like, like 
you know, refuse, he has much more. You saw, it was so horrible to watch what happened with Kavanaugh yesterday. But look, you guys, our Lord Jesus has taken all of it, all of it, and then some. Ugh, amazing. So he is the chief cornerstone. He was rejected. He has become the chief, but he's the chief cornerstone. He is the one around which we are all built. And so we're, we're locked together. We're like, Lord, we, it doesn't matter what they say. It doesn't matter what they do. We're going to, we're going to walk with you. We're going to stand with you. And we're going to be built up into this beautiful building. You might want to check out my one about the, um, the, um, the pyramid, the great pyramid. I just, I really like that. And the, I believe the chief, the chief cornerstone, actually, I think, there's the, the, the cornerstone and then there's the capstone. The chief cornerstone, I think, is the one right in the, in the very center. And then all the, you can build a small pyramid or a bigger pyramid or a great big pyramid like they have. And so it's all built around the very one in the center. I think that's what it is. Um, I did a bunch of research on it and it was kind of hard to find because I don't think they want us to know what it is. But I think that's what it is. Anyway. This was the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Okay, that's a uh, it's a volitional choice, each of us. You may feel just like, I just can't do it. I'm just so tired. I'm this and that. I'm not feeling good. I'm not, you know, I'm so aggravated when I hear on the news. You may be just so angry. You may be stressed about this and that and the other. I will rejoice and be glad in it. We will we will. I will. Okay. I'm going to. And you start praising him, praising him for everything under the sun, praising him that he can take any situation you have and turning it into a blessing. Okay. Just praise him for anything and everything you can think of that make a thankful list. And that's, that'll cheer you up. Um, but we will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day. And this is the day guys. This is the great day of the Lord. When we're seeing tabernacles fulfilled, we get to live in this day. Save now. Save now. Save now. There's one called uh, 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 Confirm Kavanaugh Now. It's all about now. You know, now. Release the memo now. You know, we're asking for the Lord to save us now. Let us see your salvation now. Let us, you know, and when have we have more light, uh, the, it, it forces forces things to change with more that there's light on these things. So as we keep praying and we keep pressing in, okay? Um, oh Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. Again, it's not just about money, which it is about the money because <laughs> I like the, the latest uh, dominant silk. They said, you know, he, President Trump is not about black or white. He's about green and he wants you to have some of it. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Oh, we're in agreement, President Trump. Uh, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. God is the Lord, and he has given us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will praise you. You are my God. I will exalt you. Okay, everybody ready to join with me? Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures for ever oh yay awesome i want to shout out one quick thing um he says um if, if, if blesses he who comes in the name of the lord remember when the lord jesus went through on the triumphal entry well that wasn't during the feast of, of tabernacles that was during the feast of unleavened bread just before passover you know like a week before and so they but they all said hey the lord is coming blesses he who comes in the name of the lord they're used to singing this 
the, in reciting this, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And because they've been practicing this for years, every year they celebrate tabernacles. And they're like, whenever the Lord comes, whenever the Messiah comes, we're going to shout, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And they would practice, they would go get the branches and they would wave them, wave them, you know, celebrating, right? And so when the Lord Jesus was coming uh, down the Mount of Olives, that's what they did. They all, and they said, he's coming into Jerusalem. He's been in Galilee, but now he's coming into Jerusalem. And so they all automatically went and got the palm branches and waved and celebrated. So that's what Tabernacles is about, is that the Lord Jesus is coming back. He is even, you guys, I would say he's, I, I believe he's technically here because look at what's happening in the world. What else would you expect to see when the Lord Jesus would be coming except for the, all the evil is being stopped and the, and the, on the, the light is, is shining and, and people are waking up. I mean, that right there tells you his presence is here, right? So they shouted out, we bless you from the house of the Lord. And then look at this, bind the sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. So they had an altar upon which they would they would prepare the, uh, the sacrifice. So what is this talking about for you and me? How does that equate to you and me? So the sacrifice we offer to him our lives as a living sacrifice. My life, my days, my words, my everything, whatever I have. Um, there you go take it there take it there you go and so we but we're saying okay even if I want to squirm even if I don't want to do something even if I'm like I don't like that because that kind of hurts or that kind of is not doesn't make me feel happy or you know uh, popular or whatever we say Lord bind me tie me down so that I won't squirm I won't move I will just do what you've told me to do even if it's not my favorite Anybody raise your hand that that's, you know, that's been the case of your life. Yes, sometimes they're not, it's not always our favorite. And if you remember, Abraham took Isaac up to this very same place where the Lord Jesus, the very same top of that mountain where the Lord Jesus was crucified. That's exactly where Isaac was taken by, was taken by his father, Abraham. And obviously the Lord did not allow that to happen but this is what's amazing is Isaac could have been like are you out of your mind I am out of here I'm not gonna do that you know I'm going down this mountain and I'm not getting up on that altar and there really would not have been much of anything that Abraham could have done Abraham would have been like well he's gone and <laughs> like but he said dad I will I believe the promise of God that I am the chosen one that the the, the the blessing of God is going to come through me. He believed not only did Abraham believe, but his, his son, Isaac believed, he believed he was the one that God had called for this very purpose. And he got up on that altar and he said, okay, tie me down because I'm, I'm, you know, I need you to tie me because I probably, you know, I might not stay if I, if you don't tie me down, just like, just, just like you always do with the sacrifice. So, that's what it's saying for us, you guys. Find the sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. So the horns are on each on each corner, and you that's how you, you get the rope, and you, you tie them down. My husband does it all the time. And he's, you know, when we were hauling something down the road, he's so good, he can tie everything down, and nothing ever blows off, right? And he knows how to tie it just exactly right, and that's what they would tie everything down, and so the, the sacrifice couldn't move. And so the same thing with you and me. Okay, Lord, find us 
with cords to the horns of the altar. Make sure that I, that I fulfill the vow to give my life as a sacrifice to you, even when it's not fun. Okay. You are my God. I will praise you. You are my God. I will exalt you. I will exalt you. Even if everybody thinks I'm crazy, I don't care. I'm going to exalt you. Right. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His mercy endures forever. Oh, wasn't that wonderful? You guys enjoy the feast of tabernacles. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His mercy endures forever. Let Israel now say his mercy endures forever. Let the house of Aaron now say his mercy endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord now say his mercy endures forever. I called on the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is for me among those who help me. Therefore, I shall see my desire on those who hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. All nations surrounded me, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. They surrounded me. Yes. Yes, they surrounded me, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. They surrounded me like bees. They were quenched like a fire of thorns. For in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. You pushed me violently that I might fall. But the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and song. He has become my salvation. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. The Lord, the right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord has chastened me severely, but he has not given me over to death. Open to me the gates of righteousness and I will go through them and I will praise the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord through which the righteous shall enter. That praise gate, right? I will praise you for you have answered me. You have become my salvation. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. It, this was the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. God is the Lord, and he has given us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will praise you. You are my God. I will exalt you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Everybody, for his mercy endures forever. Oh, thank you, Lord, that your every promise in your word is yea and amen. Nothing will stop you. Nothing, no one can stop your hand and say, what are you doing? You are completing your plan in the exact perfect time in the exact perfect way. Thank you that we get to be the ones who get to see the great in gathering. And we're just anxious to see it come. We just feel like it's just so, so close. Lord, bind us with, with cords to the horns of the altar. Help us to be patient. Help us to rejoice in you and extol you, exalt you in every situation and to trust in you no matter what we see, Lord. We just, we, we, we work going to trust you no matter what we praise you for those who are uh who are leading the charge we bless your name and, and pray that you will strengthen them strengthen our wonderful president strengthen jeff sessions strengthen all these in the the white hats wherever they are in the media in the in the youtube channels in the uh in the in the military strengthen our our national guard and our marines and all those in the uh fighting the good fight 
wherever they are. Lord, I thank you for those who are waking up all over the world and in Hungary and Poland and uh, Sweden and um, uh, all throughout uh, Iran even and um, all throughout Korea, everywhere, Lord, we thank you for those who are who are rising up because they've been awakened by your spirit. Thank you, Lord, that this is the dawning of this beautiful day when you will pour out your spirit on all flesh, the day of Aquarius. Thank you, Lord, that you are so faithful to every word. You are faithful. We give you praise together in this great feast of tabernacles where you're tabernacling with us right here on this little channel. That you dwell with us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise your name. Amen. All right, guys. This was a great Feast of Tabernacles. I think there might be one more thing of the Feast of Tabernacles. I'm not sure, but I know this was the, the, the main chunk of it is the Psalm 113 through 118. So I hope you enjoyed it. And I've got the next thing I want to talk about is um, I really want to go back and talk about Armageddon. The 666, the millennial reign, the understanding of Revelation. If you haven't had a chance to do that, please go and do that. Go and look at the, the amazing Revelations video of the signs in the heavens, starting with Bethlehem Star, and go back and look at the, the summary of the book of Revelation. And so we're going to be talking about that because we've been misled. And so we've got to make sure that we know what the truth is and stand strong in it so that we aren't deceived. Okay. Um, all right. I will talk to you guys later. Have a great night.